the first time I put it on my inner eyelid and I was like, wow, look at those peepers. Welcome to The Glow Up, a podcast series brought to you by Stellar Magazine. With special thanks to our sponsor, Cell Nutrition. Cell Nutrition are passionate about making positive changes to people's health through innovation. They're all about purity and natural holistic health and well-being. So regardless of your needs, their products benefit everybody. To learn more about this wonder product, log on to cellnutrition.com. My name is Vicky Nataro. And I'm Valerie Loftus. And together we'll be interviewing some of Ireland's best and brightest women about something that's a huge part of all of our lives, beauty. Some may think that the very subject of beauty is shallow and frivolous, but of course we know better. We all like to look our best, and thanks to lotions and potions, tubes and tans, bullets and brushes, we can. And that's something we don't take for granted. It can be the difference between a good day and a bad day, for me anyway. It's armour, it's self-care, it's nostalgic, and it's really important actually. So without further ado, it's time to welcome our first guests, the best-selling authors and creators of the cultural phenomenon that is Ashling. It's Emer McLeisicht and Sarah Breen. Thanks for Welcome. having us. Thank you for being our very first guests on The Glow Up. We're very excited to have you. Our we, pleasure. We're going to set the bar really high yeah. here. <laughs> We're honoured. I put on some makeup this morning. <laughs> I can't even see it. <laughs> so, Oh My God, What a Complete Ashling was the best-selling Irish book of 2017 and its follow-up, The Importance of Being Ashling, is currently storming the bestseller charts. The ladies came up with the character, a sort of modern-day Irish everywoman, while house-sharing together in Dublin 11 years ago. And when Gil Books brought them a deal to bring her to life in her very own book, it was an offer they couldn't refuse. And it struck a chord with people everywhere, particularly Irish women who see a lot of themselves in Ashling. What is it, 10 to 15% Ashling? We all are at least. At least. At least. (laughs) Some more. Conservative. Now, you may not know this, but Sarah and Stella go way back. In fact, she was my first ever editor at its little sister, Kiss Magazine, RIP, um, over a decade ago. And she's also a former deputy editor of this very magazine. And Emer was actually one of my first editors at Daily Edge. So we're delighted to have you here. We feel very proud. You pulled pulled all the strings to get us in. We did, yeah. Yeah, very professional. Uh, So welcome to the glow up, Sarah and Emer. Thank you. Um, It's a very informal chat about beauty, something that we all love. Everyone loves lashing a bit of makeup up and skincare and tan on and we just want to know about the products that you know have shaped your life really so without further ado Emer, what is your very first product uh well if we're talking about shaping our lives we're going to go way back to when i uh first my first foray into makeup which was the early to mid 90s constance carroll is a name that's definitely gonna i think ring a bell with a lot Mm. of irish women so where where was this constance one I've never, you know, had the pleasure of having Constance on my face. I actually couldn't tell you anything about the woman herself or if it is indeed a, a woman, real woman. person. Yeah. I know the products were in every pound shop in the southeast because that's where I used to buy them. Yeah, okay. so I grew up in uh, rural Kildare and went to school in Nace and access to makeup just, it just didn't exist. There were some, a couple of pharmacies. Um, so Constance Carol was available in pound shops but you still had to go to Dublin to get the Constance Carol makeup. Right. Um, <laughs> there was definitely like a powder, a pan of powder yeah. And then one shade of lipstick and then probably a trio of eyeshadows, all either blue or green. They okay. definitely had the it. ball things, you know, the ball bronzers. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. little balls. You, you, you rolled yeah. the brush around and I don't They were know. great. Yeah, they, I think they were the ones that I had my first bronzer mishap with because like my mum still has them. They're like 20 years old and she's like, they're grand. <laughs> so my dates. Oh. She doesn't believe in expiration. Moms don't believe in expiration. No. No. I definitely had the powder as well. Because I remember powder used to be a massive part of putting on makeup as a teenager. Well, what, it was just chalkier, the chalkier the face. It was the only yes. makeup I had. Like, there was nothing on under the powder. Right. It was just powder. 
and that was it. Like. So how old would you have been when you were Probably, experimenting? Probably, I would say 14, maybe. Okay. I know uh, girls these days are starting earlier yeah. than that, but it just, makeup wasn't part of my life until I was probably about that age. Probably skin imperfections had something to do with it. But right. I remember as well, Constance Carroll had a very, very sticky lip gloss um, that it was also sold in the pound shop. And your hair gets stuck your hair in was, it. And it was sticky beyond belief. Right. Like it wasn't just a bit sticky, it was preposterous. It seems like a design flaw. Yeah, yeah. Kissing boys and getting stuck to them. Um, you would definitely <laughs> share the Constance Carol bits between your friends. Right. Uh, even though it was available in the pound shop, you still had no money to be buying it. So um, you might have a very chalky powdery face a green eyeshadow. I mean, I don't know, was mascara part of my life then? I doubt it. Not oh me God. anyway. Not when I was <laughs> What about brown black mascara? Ashling's fond of brown black mascara, isn't she? Well, actually, brown mascara was the thing, I think, that maybe brought Ashling to life, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> we were having a conversation about brown mascara going, why does it exist? And then we decided that it was this certain type of Irish girl who buys the brown mascara. Who, who can't commit yeah, to the black mascara. Yeah, right. you don't want to go OTT. And then we started to put these characteristics and attributes onto her and project and project and project until yeah. we had Ashling as we know her today. Yeah. Well, that's kind of amazing. There's a, a beauty, like, origin story for yeah, Ashling. Yeah. Ashling's sure. keeping the brown mascara industry going. <laughs> yeah. Do well, they even still make brown mascara? They do, they do yeah. Yes. yeah. Because um, every time... Okay. Chime in when we say this and say, actually, oh. it's for me. Well, actually, thinking back now to my early forays into mascara, I'd say it would have been a number of years before I would have chanced to black mascara. Really? Yeah, yeah. I can remember vividly the first time I ever put mascara on my bottom lashes. I was probably about 15 <laughs> and I was like, well, this is out there. This is out there. <laughs> so I am Twiggy. <laughs> when you think of Constance Carroll now, does that evoke that, that, you know, teenage nostalgia for you? Like I can see the display in the pound shops and I can smell the powder. Really? Okay. So I, somebody Full put a towel. Yeah. Oh God, somebody put a picture of some Constance Carroll products on Twitter there recently and I had to clutch at my crawls. Ah. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, Sarah, what's your first product? First product I've chosen is CK1. <gasps> the, the cause of many a sinus infection for me in my <laughs> not, not the perfume's fault, I want to stress. My, my face's fault. You're, you've got long issues with your sinuses, yes. don't you? Um, yeah, I remember when CK1 came out and there was a big marketing campaign around it and it was, you know, unisex. Yeah, I remember which that. Which was just so sexy and exciting, even though I was like 12. Um, and was it Kate Moss? I don't know. It was someone was topless with think. jeans and they were hugging because they're is I think it was Kate Moss. Yeah. It might have been. Like extremely aspirational. It was very cool and I was it's far from Kate Moss now. I was rare. <laughs> so I would sit I would suppose it was my aunt who was coming through an airport. She used to, I had an aunt who lived in uh, New York. She used to bring me home nice Glam. things. I know. Well, didn't everyone have an aunt in New York no. or some relative <laughs> in Queens? No? Um, but she brought me home the CK1. And to this day, when I smell it, it just brings me straight back to teenage discos, Aww. fancying people, butterflies in my stomach, like Aww. wearing my good outfit of a Levi's t-shirt and Levi's to a <laughs> disco. Um, just being rejected, shifting, <laughs> like all those feelings associated with like your early mid-teens. It was a funny bottle as well, wasn't it? It was reassuringly large. You know, yes, these days yeah, they're all like was. shaped like shoes and stuff. Like this was just a big sturdy, like the frosted glass bottle. Yeah. And oh yeah, yeah, that would bring back memories. You could just be pumping it all into your hair, yeah. down your clothes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I smelled it on the bus recently and I was just like, wow, they're still making this? Didn't yeah. they have a wow. renaissance there a while yeah. ago? It was like, oh, it's cool again. It was like, we need to have a client, is it? Well. Yeah. well, maybe it's Love just it. the 90s we saw it with the it jokers is, yeah. and everything. Cause that's I, what know, I was, was never into CK1. For me, it was, an, is it a nays and nays? Oh, yeah, 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 and so... Ex- or exclamation oh. yeah, well, so it was me because I had like so kiss me or something like that and I was like mm. <laughs> I'm so I'm a sexy lady. 
Frozen Impulse Body Spray Gal. Oh yeah, oh, the, yeah. the musk. Oh, yeah, musk. So let's get a sense of your personalities when it comes to beauty then. So what, what would you say your own makeup personality is, Emer? Um, I would say it's aspirational. Okay. So I've never been great good at makeup. <laughs> um, I watch you doing your makeup on Instagram sometimes. It's it's not it's I've ne- I've always aspired to be like oh I'd love to just be effortless with makeup right. mm. and have loads and loads of bits of it and know which one I want yeah, to yeah. wear that day whereas I just have I've I've loads of bits but I only have the few bits that, that I use, use every day yeah. and no matter how much effort I put into it or how long I do it it always ends up looking the same no matter what. So <laughs> I like to watch people who are really good at makeup right. but I can never recreate it and I'm always getting swizzed okay <laughs> we'll talk That's more my, about that later yeah. and Sarah what about you my makeup personality is frustrated okay because oh. I want to when I'm going out or if I'm going to an event or something I want to be able to put on loads of makeup and look amazing but I refuse to spend any time teaching <laughs> myself about makeup or learning about makeup or like doing a class or anything like I look at makeup artists on Instagram and I just go, wow, I I wish I could do that. But I just don't, I would never watch a tutorial. And I know that's why like 21 year olds now are like able to do contour and highlight and everything. 14 and year olds, whatever about 21 yeah. yeah. year olds. No, that's true. Kind oh my God, I'm so old. I'm giving so myself away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I see, yeah, young people these days and they're just so good at it. But because they grew up with like, I don't know. The access. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so not only access, but also like all this stuff on YouTube. Mm. So I um, just refuse to do any of that. And then I'm also like really disappointed then when I go to do my face and I'm not like a professional makeup artist. But this is it. Like I... I'm kind of the same where it's like I have the interest and I do watch the tutorials and I have the products and everything but then I'm like when it comes to actually putting the stuff on my face I'm like uh, just like get it done get it done <laughs> so I've watched like my friend do makeup and she spends like 15 minutes on her eyebrows and they're beautiful they're yeah. beautiful eyebrows but when it comes to my own eyebrows I'd rather just like I'm just like you know get, get it, it done, done. Yeah. yeah or I might put on a lot of something and then just wipe it off again yeah. I always lose the nerve you know mm. was it Coco Chanel's like take one thing off before you leave take the house I'm makeup, just like just wipe it off. all off <laughs> just wipe it all off and put on the yes. lip gloss and leave the house I, I could never translate. imagine like like putting on makeup for the fun of it and like not be going somewhere right. like experimenting using my own time to experiment with makeup I know that's how I would become good at it it's but very, I just very can't. wasteful <laughs> <laughs> think of the environment wasteful and then you have to wipe it all off and the mm. effort of taking off makeup actually puts me off and when people are talking about like double cleansing and I go in with the oil but then I go in with the cleansing milk and I'm like how much is on your face yeah. well, you do have to enjoy it like I'm somebody who loves makeup and I look entirely different without it to the point where the lady in the local shop doesn't recognise me when I don't have my makeup on <laughs> <laughs> like I would construct eyebrows I just don't have any and I do eyeliner every day to the point again when people think I'm sick they're like what's wrong with you if I haven't got my flicks on so I, I, I'm someone who sees the point in it too. Yeah. but at the same time I'm not excellent at it and there are days when I'm like what the hell am I after doing to my face yeah. and well, that's really annoying the inconsistency so I think that's my beauty personality is yeah. inconsistent I might say mine would be experimental but also like not arsed how does that work like, I don't know I'm like I'm like I want to wear like orange eyeshadow up to my eyebrows and like blue eyeliner and I want to wear like you know the brightest of bright lipstick and I do you do but, then, but I do it. but then I'm like other days I'm just like oh please like yeah. I just can't I can't be dealing with it well sure isn't that life I think that is life <laughs> it's the same yeah. with everything I'm learning okay Emer what is your second product Um, I think this is kind of a, a general one but I'm going to say black eyeliner okay mm-hmm. black eyeliner along with the Constance Carol 
was probably my earliest foray into like a, a makeup look. So my so-called life, I was heavily influenced by my so-called life, which was uh, a teen show in the, the mid 90s. Claire Danes was in it and Jared, Jared, Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> and he used to wear like a black shoelace around his neck. So I wore a black shoelace around my neck. Oh, and influenced. It was, yeah, it was around the same time as Lannis Morissette was, you know, Jagged Little Pill had just come out. So Black Isler, it just got darker and darker and more thicker. pronounced thicker <laughs> around the eye and oh the first time I put it on my inner eyelid and I was like wow yeah, the look at those people changed my life that um, and it has be- it has stayed a constant throughout my life like I don't wear it that often but when I do I feel an intense hit of nostalgia well, that's when you're glam you know when you have your flicks and your maybe a pair of false lashes on for me that's when you're glam yeah, that's when you're yeah. out out yeah. like going I, on the telly in your case I still sometimes put it on the inner waterline I think it's called or it's tight look waterline is the bottom tight line yeah. is the top yeah. is that right oh so God, I, the lingo yeah. I know so I put it on the water and I'm always a little bit like is that a bit too 90s is it, am I no. am, am no. I too old for this and then I go no I love it exactly. so it's such a good look and when you were talking about the mascara earlier and not talking like not wearing mascara I used to do the eyeliner and I do like the like I was a bit of an emo kid so I'd like like put rings of it like kind of raccoon like around but I wouldn't wear mascara so <laughs> yeah. like what? the whole what? the whole the whole point is lost <laughs> but yeah. I was like this is fine um, and I don't know I didn't I didn't discover mascara until I think maybe like, in my late head, mascara life. was for like ladies oh like yeah, man like, okay. why would I need this I, it just like uh, my only access to beauty advice was in magazines that came out once a month it was in what you know my brilliant magazines like Stellar, Stellar yeah. yeah so it was just <laughs> 17 or Bliss or Sugar and there was two beauty pages and that's the that was the bible that was all you had yeah. like so unless they were like wear mascara you were like well I don't that's need that yeah. <laughs> yeah and I don't think we, Sarah and I when we worked on Kiss which was a teenage girls mag the only Irish one there's ever been I don't think we really realised the significance of it because nowadays they have you know YouTube and yeah, Instagram yeah, and stuff very but popular. in mm. the early noughties they didn't you know yeah. it was what we said went so yeah, well, sorry girls the power. <laughs> yeah. you didn't tell us to wear a mascara I know <laughs> what about you Sarah what's your second product um, second product I've chosen is Chanel Vita Lumiere. Is it Vita Lumiere? Vita Lumiere? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm not fancy. It's close enough. Um, and I remember seeing an ad for this in a magazine, a mm. monthly magazine, um, when I was young, like when I was 15, I would say. And we used to go to Dublin once a year. Well, not once a year, <laughs> but I used to go with my mother once a year on the 8th of December, you know. With oh, culture Christmas. With my yeah. people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I would have like 50 pounds or whatever to buy all my Christmas shopping. Oh my God, fancy. <laughs> well, and one day I went and decided to buy foundation instead. And it was like 30. Um, and I have stayed loyal to that foundation ever since. And it was actually not called Vita Lumiere back then. It was called something else. And I remember they discontinued it and then replaced it with what we have now as Vitalumier. Um, and yeah, it's just been my one constant in my makeup bag. I love it. It smells like paint. but I would always associate that with you. Yeah. I just On a give... Friday before the pub and work, you just slather <laughs> yeah. it on with your hands. And <laughs> that's just... still how I yeah. put on makeup yeah. because I'm just like, I can't be arsed with I actually everything. started wearing it. I wore it as well for a few years. I influenced. still have a, I was influenced by Sarah when we first lived together. And your skin, you, you've always had great skin, but her it really makes your skin Gleams. glow. Yeah, yeah it's dewy. And Sarah puts it on <laughs> gently with her fingertips. And I, I was influenced. I don't know if I wore foundation before that. Like, I just oh my never God. really got into it. Pan for money. I, yeah. probably just powder and pan stick. Pan, yes. Powder and pan stick. Whoa, I look good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I also, uh, that Chanel uh, foundation has a, 
it's a good one it doesn't have like a lot of coverage it's quite light but I don't like a lot of coverage because I don't want to look masky but um, I was in an airport recently and I was trying to buy it and they didn't have it and the woman tried she sold me she successfully sold me Swiss (laughs) yeah Swiss me into buying um, Aqua Lumiere which is even less coverage it was extremely watery I was got home and I tried it on I just wanted to go back to the airport so annoying so annoying Um, there's nothing worse than being Swiss Emer is there hashtag Swiss hashtag Swiss Story you have of some my experience, life. Emer. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us an experience. Well, it's actually related to my next product. Okay, okay. go for it. So uh, my next product is another Chanel product. It's a Chanel lipstick. I actually can't remember the name of it, but it was like a deep burgundy red. Can you imagine me on a deep burgundy red lip? I feel like yes. it was Yeah, awesome. yeah. Well, especially in autumn. Gals, you're very kind. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a history of being swizzed into buying expensive beauty products. Only last week I decided I needed a highlighter. I didn't have one and I heard Hourglass were the people to go to for highlighter. So I went into Arnott's and went up to the Hourglass uh, counter and I was like, I think I need a highlighter. Then I immediately went blind with panic. My ears were roaring. I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) She was like, it was like in a film where you like there's been a bomb blast and all you can hear is kind of like and she was showing me things and the next thing I I was handing over my, my Visa debit card and I had a bag with a highlighter in it and then I looked at the receipt when I got home and it was 43 euro Is it any use? No Oh god <laughs> No so... it probably is it probably is but this to go back to the Chanel lipstick I can remember so vividly being swizzed into buying not only the burgundy lipstick but a, a lip liner, liner to go with it I've never wow. worn it at the time I did not have a lot of money but the girl at the Chanel counter put it on me and said that looks lovely showed me a mirror I looked atrocious and I went <laughs> brilliant bag it up <laughs> But I feel like you could definitely definitely pull off that lila, uh, that um, lipstick and it's more it's about having the confidence to do it because once you put it on you don't have to look at yourself again yeah, yeah. so you just I am going to really encourage you to wear that maybe yeah, you should I hold it down it. and put it on her I think I might <laughs> my problem with lipstick especially dark ones is that they just always end up on my chin and yeah. I have no idea whether it's you know my lip goes forward when I'm eating or my bottom goes down what or what mess. it is what literally mess. all over my chin every single time and on my teeth so that's my only problem yeah. with dark I'm colors. also bad at reapplying stuff mm. so I would put it on once and then not bother my whole doing it again yeah. so I'm committed it's just to the reapplication and I do it without a mirror as well. That Everybody's excellent. like, what? So I just take off I'd like a red liquid lipstick and I'm just like, doodaloodaloo and people are like, what? I want people to look at Valerie's Instagram. She's at Valerie Loftus because she's doing Liptober, which is oh, a different yeah. sexy yeah. lipstick oh, every day and she's yeah. excellent I'm at doing it. it. I didn't wear any lipstick over the weekend so I'm actually not very good oh at it. Oh my God. But I was sitting at home so <laughs> what was how the point? How long did it take you to learn how to do it without the mirror? That is oh, I don't. Well, see, well, I kind of know how it wears off on me so I know that it never wears off from the outside so I'm not trying to do the line. Okay. So I'm just trying to fill in the middle, so I don't yeah. really mind. So I just like that is bang such it on. A fancy lady such a skill. skill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm always walking down the street just putting on lipstick and like powdering myself and everything. Yeah. I'm gonna keep an eye out for this. <laughs> Sarah, what's your third product? Um, for my third product, it's not really um, a makeup item, but I chose Olay moisturizer, which is very old school. That's okay. We're all for skincare here, also. Yeah. I actually don't even really use it. I buy it occasionally for myself. Um, but it really reminds me of my grandmother. She used to Aww. have a bottle of it on her dressing table, and the smell I, back when it was Yule or yeah, know, oil yeah. of Yule, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the smell of it really reminds me of her. Ah. So if yeah, it would be one of my favorites just for that reason. Because, and it's really nice. Yeah, you just lash it on when you remember. Yeah, <laughs> and and just I just the memories that smells evoke I think are really yeah. important. Um, 
and yeah it's just a nice connection I have that's cute that's, lovely. that's magnolia talc for me with my nana oh, from Mark Spencer yeah. she also liked the peach one if I get away for that it's just it's nana yeah. so that's really nice talc nice. is extremely nana isn't extremely it? nana <laughs> I'm partial to a talc I remember <laughs> before dry shampoo was a thing I used to put talc in my hair because yeah. very what oily it is. basically yeah. but I read, I'd look ridiculous I read that in a magazine in one Did of the you? Maybe magazines. I wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> Take it to the grave. Yeah. Good information. And come here, tell us about Ashling's makeup personality. Yeah, so if Ashling was going out out, right? And she's wearing her, her county colours jersey. Maybe she's going it's match day. Yeah. She doesn't want to look too glam, but she also wants to look like she's made an effort. What's she, what's she doing? Well, she wouldn't wear a lot of makeup day to day anyway. Mm. So going out out is really when she comes into her own yes. makeup okay. wise. <laughs> she hits the makeup bag. Um, I'd say she has such a lovely like it's like it's like one bag. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like five, six. Maybe yeah. more, but like you know, and everything is kind of like she has one thing per. Oh yeah, no, she wouldn't thing, be doubling like up products. Yeah, yeah, no, no, she wouldn't have multiples of of anything yeah. really. It's all in one bag, and it's all kind of drugstore or you know, it's it's nothing. Pharmacy she wouldn't get pharmacy Swiss. brands. Pharmacy. Yeah. She's yeah. never been. She's never, never been, been in a beauty hall. Like she, she never dyed her hair. No. Am I right? She never dyed her hair. No, no. She wouldn't be one for a Brazilian blowout or extensions. No, or she wouldn't have Brazilian anything. Okay. <laughs> but if she was, she but she would she get like an updo? Would she do an updo? Oh god, she's no stranger to an updo yeah. for a wedding. Yeah, maybe you have to. Maybe with a few curls framing the face. Yeah. <laughs> the thing yeah. I love most side about Ashling for anyone who's read the book is that when she moves in with the Dublin girl, she doesn't really change that much at no. all. No, in fact, she kind of teaches them some stuff about life. They did teach her a little bit about eyebrows. And yeah. maybe the occasional flick of black eyeliner. Right. Which she enjoys when somebody else puts it on her, but she wouldn't be able to do it herself. No, no. And she has the brown mascara. I don't know if she'd have a brow product. I don't think I so. I don't think she'd ever pluck them in the first place. No, they'd be in good nick now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She'd actually be like Cara Delevingne, not Cara Delevingne, but like she'd be... Well, she'd it's have a brown be, brow that everybody yeah, wants. Aspirational brow. Yeah. That's but she doesn't natural. even... Yeah, I, yeah. I lived with a complete Ashling years ago and... I remember once she really shocked me by announcing she was off to get her her eyelashes tinted and I was like, Whoa. what? <laughs> oh my God. A, I Would didn't know that, was, there, that was an option. Yeah. And B, I can't believe you're the one going to get it done. And she came back and looked exactly the same. <laughs> I just That's... feel like, I mean, Ashley either has her full brows or she has none. Yeah, either that yeah. or she yeah. plucked them all off like we did when we were 13 yeah, and they've never grown back. I don't think she would have plucked them off. I'd say what she has there they're is very natural. Skinny. But if they're fair, she's not about to colour them in. Yeah. Yeah. No. Sarah, I just had a flashback of us at a party years ago, not to be too personal, but <laughs> applying gel eyeliner to one another. Oh yeah, no. Do you remember this? Yeah, but you're very good at eyeliner. It was literally not. out to our ears. Yeah. It was out The longer, our... the thicker, the yeah. better. So yeah, I can see Ashling getting involved with that after a few shandies. She might, yeah. And when Emer and I used to live together, Liquid eyeliner was a massive part of her That lives. was a massive mm-hmm. part of her And lives, what liquid yeah. eyeliner would you wear? Was there any there loyalty? There was a L'Oreal one that I was very loyal to for years um, in a gold. Oh, it's, I know the one. So it's a it's a kind of a soft um, brush and then there's a little pot that you dip, yeah. like a pot of, of liquid that you dip it into. Um, I recently purchased the Chanel um, eyeliner. The, 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 Is this the one like the fountain it's pen? It's like a fountain That's pen. That's my go-to. I um, wear it daily. It is really? beautiful. Okay, it's yeah. amazing. Your eyeliner doesn't budge. That's a good tip. It's, it's extra. It like, you know when there's something fancy and you're afraid of getting swizz? That's my one thing. That and the NARS soft matte concealer are my two things that are not a swizz. Yeah, no, I don't I don't feel like I was swizzed. Well, I went in specifically to buy that eyeliner right. because I had been the hashtag influenced into it. It is lovely and the brush is amazing. Very and soft. You, it can do different shapes. Mm-hmm. Like it's, 
I'm not really describing it very well, but I, no, I would recommend it. It's worth I'm the money. Also. But my one problem is they're not releasing refills. So you have to buy a new, you have one, to buy a new one every time. And when I said it to the, the girl, she went, oh, it's not very Chanel to do refills. I asked her about refills and she physically recoiled. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Come on, lad. What? How, how are you not loaded, everyone? Yeah. <laughs> okay, tell us about your fourth product then, Emer. Um, Mine is another skincare uh, product and it's Yonka. So I have had uh, specifically Yonka cleansing milk. Okay. Lay, if we're going to be French. Lay <laughs> Yes. Uh, I've had one facial in my life. Uh, it was because my mother gave me a voucher ah. um, for her local beauty salon and they happened to do Yonka facials. I had never heard of the brand. So I went in and I remember my skin. At the, I've, I've always been lucky enough at my skin. But my skin at that time was not great. And I went in and I she did the facial and I felt like I had been given a new face. And the products she used were so beautiful and they smelled so nice. They do so smell gorgeous. I just started using them. This was at least 10 years ago and I bought the cleanser and there was a kind of a toner and a moisturiser and I have stayed loyal to them ever since. And That's I can so remember me. shortly after I got the facial going on a hen, my first ever hen party of my gals from school and I broke out the, the Yonka Lay. And, um, <laughs> it has such a beautiful, fresh smell. And they all crowded around it. They were like, what's that smell? Can we use some ah. of that? And it was a really nice memory. Next thing, everyone was cleaning their faces with it. And I was like, no, it costs money. Don't be using too much. <laughs> Are women gas the things we bond over, like a lovely yeah. smelling cleanser yeah. <laughs> or but a nice I, lippy. I still use it and it's so nice and I probably will never deviate from it. I love That's that. Great yeah. brand loyalty in this day and yeah. age is rare. Just last week, you dragged me up South William Street. Because I left, I left my my uh, my bottle of lay in my mother's house, so I had to um, get another one because I felt like putting anything else on my face would be just disrespectful. Well, and yeah. it's hard enough like, to find, isn't it? You have yeah. to go to. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. It, it's only in salons. It's in a couple of salons in town. I yeah. think it may be in Arnott's now as well. <gasps> I think so. They have a whole this new skincare. The beauty hall in Arnott's. I will top notch. Yeah. I will double check gorgeous. that. Yeah. But I am pretty sure. I was sure. swizzed out of at least hundred euro in Arnott's there last week. <laughs> I went. So you're not going to stand by the Arnott's beauty hall being beautiful. Well, at that's the, the problem. It's so enchanting. It is. You can it's often gorgeous. And all persuaded. the new brands. But then I watch Katie Jane Hughes on Instagram and then I see a brand she's mentioned that I've never... Oh, and I'm like, oh, hang on, I know Emer, that. I just spent like... You know those... She she talks about these uh, bodyography glitter pigment eyeshadows. Mm-hmm. And I've been on Amazon. Have you dropped a bit of coin? I have <laughs> dropped a bit of coin. And, I, and I'm like, what? Why, what's have they wrong arrived? Have you used them? Yeah, it's it's lovely. It You're a glitter amazing. queen. Yeah. Val is a glitter queen. I do like glitter. To the point where she's writing a feature for me at the moment on uh, how to wear glitter as a grown up and not look like a gobshite. Without I was looking just saying like I'd love to wear glitter but I just yeah, I would definitely that. have it wiped off before I get out the door. Well, yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know, I find it, I find it lots of fun um, and I would just wear it like you wear it daily in the day because it's because it's just good crack and I and have it and I don't want to waste it you work in an environment where, where that's it's fine okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. But so see, we, we could be head to toe glitter every day and nobody Jeez, would yeah. you see me tomorrow and I'm going <laughs> to show you <laughs> so you two work together most of the time in Emer's house am I right yeah when we need to, we, when we need kind of meeting time we meet in my dining room the glamour of the clothes horse the cat, the cat, <laughs> the cat. there yeah. and then sometimes you work by yourself in well, cafes we, we work better individually I think so when we need to get together to brainstorm whether it's a book plot or the screenplay or whatever we're working on at the moment um, yeah we do together in the dining room and then 
we, we, we spend we write a lot of time separately. chatting. Yeah, right. <laughs> we have to set an alarm because we need to gossip for like a good hour before we get going. Yeah. So then, yeah, we go away individually and write and then come back together. Gossip yeah. for an hour and then do some work. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. That sounds ideal. And you mentioned the screenplay there. So you're working on the, the film adaptation of Oh My God, What a Complete Ashling. Yeah. Are you afraid that they're going to cast some, you know, Hollywood glamazon? Now, not that Ashling isn't a glamazon. <laughs> no, she's not. <laughs> get, this glamazon would have to get quite the make under. Well, yeah. like, it's cool like, too. Yeah. Like Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger for yeah. Bridget Jones. You'd have to like just not put face cream on for the dream. The dream would be like a megastar who can do an amazing Irish accent. Yeah. Right. And would just play a brilliant dashing, but I don't know. Hmm. Does she does she exist? Does yeah. she exist? I don't know. I know. Does that talent exist? Irish accents are hard. We Maybe you'll have to find granted. someone like they found Nikki Blonsky for hairspray. Yeah, just do like an open <laughs> call. <laughs> no, Nikki Blonsky. Well, that, that's the only kind of open audition I can think oh, of. Oh yeah. yeah. And she was made to play that part. So uh, yeah. I like the Harry Potter kids. Harry Potter kids. Yes. Yeah. 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 But then you yeah. I yeah, know. I think it would be amazing to find an unknown to play Ashley. Yeah. And she would make the role her own. But I think that's what you should yeah. do. Tell I, Element Pictures. <laughs> I don't I don't think they'll cast someone if we if we fundamentally had an issue with who they wanted to cast. I like with someone on our enemies list. <laughs> okay. They wouldn't cast that person. We have a brilliant working relationship with them. They're amazing. It's a, it's just so glam, I just can't believe it. It's not a bit glam. We had a meet, we had a meeting there this morning. Um yeah. Um yeah, we've done the first draft of the screenplay and um you know, we won't beat around the bush. It's not very good. <laughs> but it's totally well. different type of writing, isn't it? Yeah, like, and it's, it's only the very first draft. And yeah. some, I mean, some scripts end up going through like 15 drafts, which oh hopefully gosh. we won't end up doing. But Sarah's I mean, face when you said that. Yeah. No, it is a process. And you have to write things out to trim them back. And everything, yeah, so. we're, we're learning a lot as... as uh, it's very different then, I guess, than just writing like writing a book than to write a screenplay. Yeah, well, screenplays are com- they're like ninety pages long for our type of movie, whereas books yeah. are you know infinite. You yeah, have so much better. You have so much space in a book to describe yeah. what someone's thinking or what, what they're they seeing like, or yeah. what they Although look I guess like. You'll whereas, see that. Yeah, you have to imagine it on the screen, which yeah. is an entirely different. And anyone who's read the Ashling books knows that a lot of what's in the books is what's in Ashling's head. Her head, and yeah. when it's on screen, you can't just. It's not just what's in someone's head. Right. Like speech bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Well, like so a voiceover, but again, that's tricky as well. It's I, I don't envy these girls, but these I can't wait all, to see it. These yeah. are all conversations we have with Element Pictures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're learning a new skill. Anyway. We are, we are. And we're very lucky because we're in good hands. They're teaching us a lot. No, absolutely. If anyone doesn't know, Element Pictures make fancy films like Room and... They what recently else? had Dublin Old School, Dublin Old yeah. Rosie, which is in cinemas now, yeah. Oh, Adam and Paul. Yeah, yeah, they're they're proper bona fide Hollywood people. Yes, yeah, so Sarah, fans. tell us about your fourth product. Okay, please. for my fourth product, I picked. I don't know the actual name of it. It's the Charlotte Tilbury eyebrow pencil mm-hmm. that has the little uh, highlighter thing in the middle yeah. of it as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I love a multitasker. Two in one is uh, very nice. And I believe that the first time Emer, we were getting our author pictures taken, um, I had my makeup done in Charlotte Tilbury and then it's redeemable against whatever. I mean, this is how cheap I am. I'm pure Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like, what's the cheapest thing you can buy? An eyebrow pencil. Yeah, eyebrow pencil. <laughs> <laughs> but I was very taken with it because it has the little spoolie thing on one end. Yeah, the, you need a spool. Yeah, and then the pencil aspect of it. it's one of those ones where you wind up which is very good and then you have the highlighter so I've been loyal to it ever since I have to say I've repurchased and I uh, was swizzed into one of those eyebrow pencils <laughs> you weren't <laughs> as taken with it as I was but then I started to use it and fell in love with it and have repurchased it a couple of times Charlotte Tilbury is one of those brands that once yeah. you kind of find your groove with it it's amazing like yeah. her new Magic Away or Magic Wand concealer yeah, is probably stuff. the best concealer I've ever used and the lipsticks the, the lipsticks matte are lipsticks divine. are just and the pencils yeah. yeah like it's just yeah. one of those brands 
brands that I guess relatively new and it does it's very sexy and very kind of provocative so you might be a bit like oh I'll avoid that because it's probably just for supermodels but it's actually not it's no, for all of us and it's very special like the packaging is so the packaging beautiful, is beautiful and it makes yeah. you feel good you feel good it? yeah you feel good you feel like when you when I pull out that little gold lipstick tube I'm yeah. just like I am a woman <laughs> hear me roar yeah. <laughs> and I also because I worked in magazines for a long time um, I used to just you guys know this you get a lot of beauty products for free so it takes a lot for me to part with cash with cash, cash for yeah. something and I have to really and especially to repurchase it as well I have to be really taken with you're it, not so. like me blindly handing over <laughs> cash <laughs> no no deaf no. in the earnest yeah. beauty hall going oh no I'm not insane <laughs> um, so yeah I would absolutely recommend that for anyone who's looking for a good eyebrow pencil lovely and Emer, what is your last product uh, my final product is actually a process rather than a product okay. so it's pedicures right. the reason oh. I've chosen pedicures is because they hold a special place in my heart for me and Sarah's friendship so I don't think I'd ever had a pedicure before uh, Sarah lived in the States for a couple of years a few years ago in Arizona and I went to visit her um, and I was going through a hard time in my life like I'd had some personal problems and I just needed to get away and I went to visit Sarah and she was so kind to me and we went to have a pedicure and it was my first ever and we've kind of made it our thing like we, ah, whenever we really go nice. away anywhere we, we're always like oh, we must try and get a pedicure I'm no stranger to pedicures because I have literal hooves <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah was like they're going to shave the skin off your battery I watch what they get off mine it's like a horrible and I was like what is this new world of pedicures but in, in America especially they're a treat oh, and a half so because they're not, they're not afraid to use a blade on your foot no, <laughs> I think yeah. here there's some more regulations around so I fell, really? I fell in love with the pedicure on that trip to ah, Arizona and it was lovely. a real it was a real moment of self-care and yeah, just a nice memory. And did you just look down at your feet then and feel happy? Oh, they were so beautiful. Yeah. And they put on this really nice, um, like bright coral uh polish and it was just so lovely and my toes were out for months afterwards yeah. I was like look at these bad boys it's, 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 your time to shine. it's, it's kind of like the restorative power of a pedicure because I was on holiday recently and I just kept going to my husband look at my feet I was, yeah. and he couldn't have cared less but they made me it feel happy really every time better, the first time yeah. I got a pedicure they did the shave they did the shave thing I was oh, just I like yes, yeah, yeah come it's on <laughs> it's really disgusting sweep up the shards of like, foot yes. oh. <laughs> it, that to me is like the best treat I kept touching the bottom of my feet and I was like oh Ooh, but so she, I, she kept like I was laughing obviously because it's quite ticklish. Yeah. And, I, and she was just like ha ha ha, and I was like ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> great great time. Time. You were having a great time. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, when I lived in America, I used to get like a pedicure every six weeks due to my hooves, and also because you know we had pool and all that kind of stuff. Very yeah. outdoor living. Um, but I, I used to go to like a few different local places, and it's so cheap there. And. Uh, yeah, so one place I, the guy used a power tool. Oh my god, <laughs> a power tool on my disgusting hooves. And afterwards, I was like, "Wow, you got that re- worked really well." So where where did you get that? And he was like, "A Home Depot." <laughs> It was it a was literal power tool. From oh a building site. I love it. But uh, whatever, it works. <laughs> Amazing. But hooves need hooves. <laughs> Sarah, what's your final product? Uh, my final product is mascara. Um, because if I don't wear mascara, I find I look like a cadaver. Um, <laughs> and I just think of all the years I didn't wear mascara. Um, and just Recurring think, theme here. Yeah, like what was I doing? Um, so at the moment, myself and Emer went on holidays to France earlier this year. We went camping. <laughs> as glamorous as it sounds. The glamour. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we were feeling flush in the airport because we were off on our holidays and I uh, I was swizzed this time <laughs> into buying a YSL mascara 
Um, I'm not sure which one it was. I remember um, watching you buy it. And I was like, what is she doing? Yeah, but I just, I just heard. I was influenced by somebody who said, oh, there's this specific one. And, I, and she was like, is it this one? And I saw it and I just thought, that's not it. And then I just, my mouth said yes. <laughs> and it was like 30 you, or something. So. Is it beautiful looking though? Is it gold? Not even. Oh, not no. even. I think it was just something she probably so had her own makeup I don't bag really like spending money on. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just don't believe in buying expensive mascara. I've always I, said this. You on that. Yeah. yeah. I just can't do it. I've been using the same Maybelline one for it's a several one. years now the and lash it's brilliant yeah, they're it's fantastic so great. Yeah. back in the day I used no to write a mascara column for Kiss so I basically just used to wear mascara oh yeah your mascara <laughs> and, and I yeah. remember that being very informative well it was it, they were all the same that was really what That's I took it. from no, it mascara well, is mascara, yeah. is mascara. The, the type of product a brand brings out new ones just all yeah, the time like because they're cheap months. and people buy them constantly because yeah. they do dry up or whatever mm. Yeah. so yeah mascara in general but not this particular I've never forgiven L'Oreal for discontinuing the one that Cheryl Cole and I use. <laughs> a few years good friend ago. Cheryl. Yeah. It, it was like double ended, but it wasn't one of the big long ones. It was kind of compact and it had it, combs on both ends instead Ooh. of brushes. And you put on a silver kind of base and then oh, you like comb okay. the black on and it was fantastic and yeah I'm still really like a primer it was kind of like a primer but they didn't even bother calling it that back then it was just like you know two steps yeah. <laughs> Maybelline have brought out a primer have they for the lash sensational now and because I'm so loyal to that mascara I bought the primer like it's completely useless but it I just, bought it anyway I guess it, what it does is it whitens your lashes so you can see where you're putting the black yeah, yeah. Makes, you feel, makes you feel makes good you feel makes you feel like yeah. you're doing something yeah. at least and yeah. isn't that the point of makeup in general <laughs> and of this podcast <laughs> that it makes us feel really good well ladies thank you so much for being our first guests that was lots We've of crack Lovely time. Yeah. And Thanks for having us. Valerie and I will be back in a couple of weeks. This is going to be a fortnightly podcast. So we'll be back with our next guest. Then. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to The Glow Up, a podcast by Stellar Magazine. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review us on iTunes. Or just tell a mate who loves hair, beauty and makeup as much as you do. If you've got something you'd love us to cover, drop us an email at info at or get in touch with us on social media. You'll find our handles in the show notes.